Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now we do have clear skies. We sit at 42 now here in the nation's capital. 659. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up... A couple of breaking stories. First, a car rams a barrier outside the White House complex tonight. Secret Service says the driver's in custody. In Fort Worth, Texas, a hotel has exploded. Nearly a dozen people injured. In other news, Ron Rivera is no longer the head coach of the Washington Commanders. What's the plan by ownership to do a whole lot better next season? With the Commanders head coach gone, how are people feeling about the team's future? You know, there's always hope. I'm Shana Stulen. A plan to transform part of down Downtown D.C. with or without the Wizards and Capitals. I'm Scott Gelman. On Wall Street, the Dow gains 217. 7 o'clock. Hotel explosion in downtown Fort Worth. You could smell that, that pungent smell of natural gas. Boeing jet safety investigation. There's probably going to be more bad news before there's good news. Secrecy questioned over Defense Secretary's hospitalization. The White House says there will be a review akin to a hot wash. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. At least 11 people have been injured and debris is scattered across a downtown Fort Worth, Texas street after a possible gas explosion. He had his shirt torn. He had blood on his shirt. He had blood in his ear and he was sort of dazed. CBS Dallas reporter Jason Allen spoke to someone who had been inside the Sandman Hotel. He was in a meeting when the explosion happened. He said there was a smell of natural gas before the explosion. He remembered asking one of his teammates, do you, do you smell natural gas? Yeah, it wasn't strong, though. They smelled it. And then, boom, they said it came from beneath them, from, from underneath. Of the 11 people injured, one is in critical condition and two are listed as serious. After an Alaska Airlines panel blew off midair, Boeing says it will help airlines address all findings related to door plug inspections. United Airlines says it too has found loose bolts on door plugs on several of its grounded Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes. The inspections have been happening after last week's mid-flight blowout with crews focusing on plugs used to seal a part of the plane set aside for extra emergency doors. It's of course another black eye for Boeing. Expert Alan Adams notes two Boeing Max 8 jets that crashed several years back, killing 346 people. This is strike two, and so the Max name is going to be a real challenge. Matt Piper, CBS News. The White House says it will review the day's long delay in notification of Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's hospitalization. CBS's Weijia Zhang. Even though we are hearing all of these concerns about lack of transparency, we have also learned that the president is not considering firing Austin and is still fully supportive of his secretary of defense, which a lot of Republicans, especially on Capitol Hill, are taking issue with because they are calling for his resignation. The Pentagon says Secretary Austin is no longer in ICU. No word yet on a release date. U.S. Secretary Antony Blinken in the Middle East this week is now in Tel Aviv for talks with Israeli officials about the war in Gaza. Earlier, he told reporters in Saudi Arabia that Houthi attacks on ships in the Red Sea have to stop. We've had 40 countries come together to make clear that what the Houthis are doing has to stop. And we have other countries that have made clear that if it continues, uh, there have to be consequences. Wall Street rallies. The Dow jumped 217 points. The Nasdaq today surged 320. Now this. 
Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. It is 7.03 here on WTOP on this Monday evening, January 8, 2024. Tyson's at 38 degrees, dropping to the lower 30s late. And good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Just breaking, we're learning of a car ramming into a barrier outside the White House complex and the arrest of a driver. We're putting that story together for you and we'll bring you the latest information here on WTOP as soon as it comes in. Now, it wasn't unexpected, but it is now official. The White House and, in fact, the Washington commanders and coach Ron Rivera have parted ways. Managing partner Josh Harris has now put together an advisory committee to find a new coach and a head of football operations, two separate people to do the two separate jobs. One of those helping in the search is Bob Myers, who is the architect of the Golden State Warriors NBA dynasty. Harris says he's not looking to combine the roles, as we say. Head of football operations being, in essence, in that lead role, that's an 80-hour-a-week job. Uh, Being a head coach, that's an 80-hour-a-week job. Um, I think there are two roles there. Um, And so I think it's harder. I mean, there are certainly individuals that control everything. Uh, I think it's increasingly hard, so my orientation is not to do that. We're going to have a lot more throughout the night at 25 and 55 with WTOP sports team. But now that we've heard from the head man, how do you feel as a fan? Those who follow the commanders through thick and thin, I should say, have a lot of feelings to express tonight. The owner was the problem to me, not the head coach. Debbie is putting the blame on former owner Dan Snyder, not really on Rivera. And she's not giving up on the commanders quite yet. You know, there's always hope. I mean... (laughs) Others are laying the commander's disappointing run on Rivera. I tried, I think, at the beginning, but man... He's supposed to be like this great defensive-minded coach. D.C.-based fan Jay Haynes says he trusts Josh Harris. I think it's the right move. To choose a young, energetic new coach to turn the team around. Year three or four, I, I'm hoping for a Super Bowl run. <laughs> Shane Estulin, WTOP News. A lot more to see and read at WTOP.com. Well, let's think of some of our other professional teams here in town, the Capitals and Wizards. Tonight, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser says she's taking steps to transform a stretch of downtown D.C., regardless of whether those teams stick around or end up moving to Alexandria. This is about how old uses become new spaces. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is planning for what comes next here in Chinatown, regardless of whether the Capitals and Wizards move to Potomac Yard. That means adding 15,000 new residents to downtown and converting old office buildings to housing and other spaces. She's creating a task force to focus on the two blocks where Capital One Arena and Gallery Place are, Ward 2 Councilmember Brooke Pinto. Our commitment to stabilizing Chinatown and downtown is clear. Bowser says D.C.'s offer to keep the teams here is still on the table, but the city is planning for all scenarios. What we're focused on is how we we have the potential to reuse five acres. In downtown D.C., Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Other news from the D.C. mayor tonight. She announced that D.C. government workers will need to be in the office more often. Bowser says city workers will move from two days of telework a week to just one. She also gave a special shout out to some employees who never get to work from home. A good chunk of our employees never teleworked because they're on the front lines and they are in person every single day. Uh, Like our teachers, our firefighters, our police officers and our DPW workers who deserve our appreciation. So let's give it to them. The change for D.C. government workers begins on the 10th of March. 
breaking news on WTOP. As we briefly mentioned, the Secret Service has a car rammed into a gate near the White House this evening. This was just before 6 p.m. at an exterior gate at the White House complex. The driver has now been taken into custody. Secret Service is investigating what led up to the crash. Keep it here on WTOP as we bring you the latest on this developing situation, including any traffic implications around the White House tonight. It's now been a little more than a year since a six-year-old boy shot his teacher at Rich Neck Elementary School in Newport News. Now seven families of first graders who witnessed that have each filed lawsuits against the Newport News School Board and three administrators. The families want $3 million. They claim the school board and administrators had many opportunities to take action that would have prevented the shooting, but they didn't do it. The Virginian pilot reports multiple students have experienced heart trouble, insomnia, headaches, nausea, digestive issues, and bedwetting since the shooting, according to court documents. The teacher is suing the school system for $40 million, contending it failed to keep her safe. 708 here on WTOP, and straight ahead, a big radio station owner has filed for Chapter 11, it owns several stations right here in town. Stay with Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Now traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Bob Imler is in the traffic center. And that police incident near the White House on 15th Street has 15th Street closed between Constitution Avenue and New York Avenue. Outbound of the Roosevelt Bridge on 66 minor crash blocks, the right lane getting by without delay. And believe we had yet another crash on northbound DC 295 at Pennsylvania Avenue. Think it's out of the roadway already. Now in Virginia, outer loop beltway is quite slow. Um, from about Route 7, off and on toward 236, the crash has been along the right side of the roadway. Quite a delay, though, uh, traveling from Tyson's into Annandale. 66 is in great shape in both directions, and traffic runs pretty freely on both 395 and 95. Maryland side's all quiet. Beltway, no delays through Montgomery or Prince George's counties. 95, Baltimore, Washington Parkway, each doing all right. 270 without delay. 50 out to the Bay Bridge, clear sailing. The WTOP Traffic Center furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Next to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. Clouds will increase moving through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight. This is ahead of our big weather maker set to arrive early tomorrow morning. With it, we will see moderate to heavy rain, upwards of 2 to 3 inches by the time all is said and done. A wind advisory for wind gusts, upwards of 40 to 50 miles per hour, even stronger across extreme southern Maryland. Once we get this out of the way, partly to mostly cloudy on Wednesday, we're in the upper 40s. 40s, sunshine on Thursday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Tonight at Tyson's, it's 38, Waldorf, Maryland, 35, LaFont Plaza, 42 degrees, and some parts of our area could be down to the lower 30s overnight. And we're brought to you here on WTOP by Long Fence. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in with Jeff Claybaugh. A Federal Reserve survey of consumers shows our inflation expectations fell to the lowest level in two years. Moderna says its COVID vaccine sales fell by two-thirds last year. It is its only commercial product. Radio station owner Odyssey will file for Chapter 11. Several D.C. radio stations are among the hundreds it owns. The Dow gained 217 points Monday. The S&P 500 up 1.5%. The Nasdaq gained more than 2%. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. 710 here on WTOP. And straight ahead tonight, 
We have uh, the latest information for you on the southern border as the U.S. needs Mexico's help with that border crisis. But what is Mexico asking for in return? Give us just a few minutes on WTOP. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off, you know. They picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Coming up later this half hour, the expansion of gender-affirming care in part of the area. Stay with us on WTOP at 712. The BMW i4 M50. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Experience the power of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper as BMW M-engineered handling takes you through every twist and turn. The complete suite of intuitive technology keeps you connected. The pure performance keeps your heart racing. The BMW i4 M50. Silence has never said so much. BMW, the ultimate electric driving machine. Lisa 2024 BMW i4 eDrive 35 for $4.99 per month. Visit BMWCenters.com. Those headaches and stomach aches your child gets may be migraine. 10% of children and 28% of adolescents have migraine disease. Migraine at school can help. Learn more at migraineatschool.org. As a parent, I know how migraine impacts my daughter's ability to learn. Every child deserves the chance to flourish in school. Visit migraineatschool.org. Sponsored by the Coalition for Headache and Migraine Patients. Is Mexico acting as a U.S. partner in the border crisis? We'll get the latest live from NBC News on the way. Stay with us. The questions begin from the moment you get the cancer diagnosis. What if I can't fight it? What if I can't recover? What if I can't dance at my daughter's wedding? But what if you can? At the Johns Hopkins Kimmel Cancer Center, our trailblazing oncologists ask, what if? Leading the world through 50 years of cancer expertise. And we've brought it all to you at Sibley Memorial Hospital and Suburban Hospital. Johns Hopkins Medicine, world-leading cancer care in your community. HopkinsCancerDC.org. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts. Matter. 714, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. The Biden White House is increasingly asking Mexico for help at the southern border, but now Mexico's list of demands is rising as well. Let's find out more about this as we go live to NBC News Homeland Security correspondent Julia Ainsley. Always a pleasure to hear from you, Julia. Thank you for this. How is the Biden White House asking for more help from Mexico right now with this surge of migrants? 
Thanks for having me, Dimitri. So what started after the surge we saw at the border in December was a very quickly put together meeting from Secretaries Blinken from the State Department and Mayorkas from Homeland Security. They went down to Mexico and met with President Lopez Obrador and others in his administration on December 27th. This was a quick meeting because they really needed Mexico to step up their enforcement. They want more U.S.-bound migrants from countries like Venezuela and Central America to be stopped in Mexico and deported before they even get to the U.S. border. It's been a key part of our immigration strategy going back through several administrations, uh, but they had run out of funding towards the end of last year because of the record number of migrants, and it was something the Biden administration really needed Mexico to step up. As of today, we actually just heard from Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas say, in fact, Mexico has resumed its operations, but they're leaning on them to do more. We know that later this month, representatives from Mexico will come to D.C. to keep working on negotiations. But there are some things that they want as well. Mexico is a willing partner. They also have a stake in migration and want to keep numbers down. But they also have a lot of things on their wish list that they want to discuss as well, Dimitri. Could you outline maybe the top two of those demands? Or demands sound so strong, but this is a very serious issue, of course. Yes, certainly on their wish list, although they're not drawing a red line in the sand. We heard from President Lopez Obrador last week where he talked about how he wants the United States to grant visas for Hispanics, he said, who are living in the United States and have worked here, have been here for 10 years or more so that they can legally work and live here. Doesn't seem like anything Congress would permit at this point. Another thing he wanted is for the U.S. to lift sanctions on Venezuela, which he says it's hurting their economy and is driving more more people to come through them through Mexico to the United States. Uh, these don't seem like things that uh, the Biden administration or Congress is willing to do immediately, but it just shows how high the stakes are and really how much leverage Mexico has in these negotiations right now. Is there much more that Mexico could do if it wanted to, with the full recognition I asked that, that uh, that nation is kind of between a rock and a hard place too? Yeah, great recognition. There are three areas that they're already doing. It's a matter of increasing those numbers. One is to stop migrants when they come through from Guatemala into Mexico to apprehend more people there. The other is to take people who aren't from Mexico and are legally in their country and deport them. They just started deporting Venezuelans back to that country, uh, but that's just really happened in the last week. And then the other is to agree to take back more non-Mexicans who were found at the U.S. border and sent back. That happened under Trump remain in Mexico policy. It happened under Title 42. That was a policy put in place during COVID-19. And they're already doing it. They've agreed to do it for 30,000 people from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela every month. But when you're looking at numbers at the southern border of 300,000 a month, that number, if that was turned up, is something that the U.S. could really uh, depend on, and they could then enact more policies to raise the bar on who can stay and who would be turned back. In our final few seconds here, in the past one we've had you on, you've explained that more judges to process migrants is the single biggest thing that could be done to deal with this logjam. Has that story changed at all, or is that still very, very much true? What a great memory you have. So, you know, <laughs> I still think I still think that is a quick answered something that Mayorkas called on Congress to do in terms of more uh, funding. I think that that is a way that you could really establish very quickly who can stay and who cannot. And then as long as you don't have a long wait time to 
determine whether someone can stay or not. It would decrease the incentive of people who stay here um, and have to get jobs illegally in the underground economy while they're waiting on that decision. So I still think judges is a is an easier way uh, to clean up the immigration system, but there's certainly a lot of ideas being batted about, and a lot of them are being discussed on Capitol Hill right now. Certainly appreciate the update, Julia. Have a great night. Thank you, you too. That's Julia Ainsley, live on WTOP with NBC News, covering homeland security in the southern border. Top stories this evening with head coach Ron Rivera now gone. Commander's owner Josh Harris says he wants a rapid but thorough search for Rivera's replacement, as well as a head of football operations. An explosion at a Texas hotel in Fort Worth tonight littered downtown streets with a large section of the building and debris. At least 11 people hurt, including one person in critical condition. The Pentagon offers new details on Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's hospitalization. He is now out of the ICU. It took days to convey this news of his hospitalization to the White House. Keep it here for full details. Now it's time for Bob Imler and the WTOP Traffic Center. Starting to ease up a little bit on the Beltway on the outer loop. Getting from Tyson's into Annandale. Believe the crash at Little River Turnpike is on the shoulder now. Still there to be seen, though, and still do have delays on the outer loop through Merrifield. 66 in great shape, 395 and 95 doing all right. And Beltway in Maryland through Montgomery and Prince George's County is running without delay. And up and down 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, all is quiet on each. Same with 270. No delays to report. 50 out to the Bay Bridge in great shape. Northbound DC 295 near Pennsylvania Avenue had a crash. Believe it's on the shoulder now. And outbound on the Roosevelt Bridge, there was a crash blocking the right lane. Also, police activity around the White House has 15, 15th Street Northwest closed between Constitution Avenue and New York Avenue uh, with this police incident there. Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield has been selected as one of the world's most ethical companies by the Ethisphere, the global leader in defining and advancing the standards of ethical business. Join their team at carefirst.com slash careers. Bob Imler, WTOP Traffic. Okay, Bob, now it's Steve Rudin, 7 News, First Alert Meteorologist. It'll stay dry for the evening and into the overnight, although clouds will continue to increase ahead of our next weather maker. Tomorrow is not going to be the prettiest of days. We're looking at gusty winds upwards of 40 to 50 miles per hour, perhaps 1 to 2 inches of rain, and temperatures well into the 50s. May even hear a few rumbles of thunder late tomorrow afternoon and evening. To get the system out of the way, we clear things out Wednesday, upper 40s, near 50 on Thursday, and another weather maker on Friday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. DuPont Circle at 38, Germantown 34, Annandale 38 degrees. Many of us down to the lower 30s overnight. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up here, both Virginia and Maryland start their legislative sessions this week. We'll focus for a little bit on what's happening in Annapolis in the next few minutes. Stay close to WTOP at 721. There's nothing like NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. Six games, three days. For these teams, it's win or go home. But you'll always have a spot in the playoffs with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. I love using FanDuel because the app's so easy to use. I can quickly make a deposit or cash out. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Big G to join today. That's FanDuel.com slash Big G. 
B-I-G-C-H-E-E. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older and present in Virginia. First online, real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 722. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Just a friendly reminder that right now, get any size iced coffee before 11 a.m. for just 99 cents. And a satisfying sausage McMuffin with egg is just $2.79. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. If there's a story you need to know about, you'll hear it on WTOP. A new study has ranked the safest cars for your teen driver. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Several big problems on the Beltway. Looks like rain will be moving in later today. Good news on gas prices may be just down the road. When you want to know, you know you'll hear it on WTOP News. I heard it on WTOP. 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 WTOP News. Facts matter. 723, rent increases and juvenile crime. State lawmakers and Maryland Governor Wes Moore are going to be rolling out their plans to address those big issues during the legislative session that starts the day after tomorrow in Annapolis. There are hundreds of bills tackling crime, housing, health care, and other issues that have been pre-filed by lawmakers as they get set for the General Assembly session that starts in Annapolis Wednesday. The Baltimore Sun reports so far Governor Wes Moore has highlighted a few items one on housing for military families and spouses, and plans to address a shortage of police officers in the state. But Moore has also signaled some tough sledding ahead with a projected budget gap. Secretary of Transportation Paul Wiedefeld has already laid out plans to slash transportation spending by $3.3 billion. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Maryland has expanded gender-affirming care that is covered by the state's Medicaid program, This is all thanks to a bill passed last year. The Trans Health Equity Act went into effect New Year's Day. The state's Medicaid program previously limited gender-affirming care to procedures such as mental health services, continuous hormone replacement therapy, and gender reassignment surgery. Now other procedures will also be covered. They include voice modification surgery and therapy, as well as facial surgery. Do you remember at the start of the pandemic when some people thought hydroxychloroquine would cure or even prevent COVID, even though there was no evidence it worked? Well, now French and Canadian researchers say the malaria drug likely caused an estimated 17,000 deaths, mostly from the drug's cardiac side effects. And that's only from the first few months of the pandemic. Sports at 25 and 55. It's time to check in live with Ben Raby. All right, Dimitri, Josh Harris and the Commander's ownership group getting to work now in the market for a new GM and head coach. And Harris leaning on some experience to advise him. Harris already hiring longtime NBA executive Bob Myers, former Vikings GM Rick Spielman to help with the search. I love the fact that Josh Harris sat up there and basically told everybody, look, I don't know everything and I'm going to have these people advise me. People that have come from winning organizations to help advise me in the situation, they're going to help me. So he's not sitting there saying, I know everything, I'm going to take this and, and run with this process. And from our own George Wallace, the commander is reportedly planning to interview 49ers assistant GM Adam Peters in the coming days. 
And regarding the head coaching search, the commanders having already requested interviews with Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson and Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. 